welcome back to another episode of Team Profile and Projection. And the team we're doing today, as you saw in the title, the San Diego Padres. Jake, you know Brown is the new black? Go on. Actually, in baseball, Brown is the new blue for the Padres. Everyone's got red and blue, and the Padres are changing their uniform colors. They're bringing back the brown and yellow. I like it. I'm a big fan. So that was the biggest thing that happened to their franchise in the last 10 years, and we celebrated it accordingly, and we're all excited about it. Nice. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, this Padres episode has a lot to unfold. Yeah. One of the more active teams this offseason. I'll just run you through the gambit. Is that the term? Of uh, I think it's gamut. Gamut. I'll just run you through the gamut of what gambit. they did. I think he's from X Men. Wow. They agreed to a two year contract with Pierce Johnson. Huge. They brought in uh, Drew Pomerantz on a four year deal. That kind of shocked people to be a bullpen piece. They traded with the Brewers to get Zach Davies and Trent Grisham early on in the offseason. Then they got Jerickson Profar from the Athletics, kind of an under-the-radar move that didn't get much pub. They bring in Tommy Pham, Jake Cronworth, and Emilio Pagan by trading with the Rays. And I think that's it, right? Yeah, pretty pretty active offseason. I mean, in, in Padre fans... Um, well, you, you know, Padre fans on Twitter, they are, they are a feisty bunch. They're, uh, well, we're probably got a lot of Padres fans listening to this and Jake's right. Isn't there a term, uh, for like a pissed off animal? That's like a something in a box or something. Uh, scorpion in a box. Padre fans. I mean, they're, they're just, when you crack that box open, they are ready to go. And I love it. And if you're one of those people, you're going to love Tommy Pham because uh, Tommy Pham don't take no shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just Googled it. 128 of the angriest animals ever that you wouldn't want to meet in your way. Number one, Mia the Grumpy Puppy. And it's just a list of people's pets. Okay. Well, I'm going to skip that. Yeah, I close that out for now. Um, Padres fans have been given the reputation on social medias to be very pissy. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, not like Yankee fans on Twitter are just like like the vast majority of loud ones are, are kind of dumb and arrogant. Or Padres fans, you can compliment them and they'll be like, they'll take it as an insult and then get pissy about it. Very interesting. So, if we didn't lose you already, stay with us. I've I've got a lot to I've got a lot of good to say about the Padres, James. Um. And my initial reaction normally, you know, we we dive into the hitting or the pitching. The depth of this organization right now is really nice. Um, I mean, I'm 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 in that fangraphs page, and you've got a lot of guys that have been contributing. I I mean, right now they technically have Will Myers as a as a bench platoon guy, um, Austin Hedges, who is a special defensive catcher, but really hasn't hit. He's Right now, they have him backing up Mejia. Um, and even 
you know, when you go on the pitching staff and you start going in their minor leagues, you have a, some names you're familiar with if you were following them recently and a couple other guys. I mean, Jared Eikhoff, um, is projected to start in AAA. He threw a lot of innings for the Phils last year. Uh, guys like, uh, you know, Cal Con- Quantrill, the big Jake and John boy debate of, of Oh nine. Um, and just some big prospects mixed in more hone. Um, and, and we've got other guys on the big squad. So I, I love the depth here. My question is going to be, um, yes, they have depth, but how many dudes are really going to step up? Um, and you're, I guess it starts with Tatis Jr. And Machado, right? Yes. But I was fist pumping because you said, Oh, nine instead of 19. So I finally got you into my club. Oh no, I was doing that as a Jakey joke. Hmm. I don't know if it counts. Counts. Okay. Well, fuck. It, it lands on Tatis and Machado. The offense right. will, the offense will revolve around them. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. The young 20 year old last year, he played an 84 games, Jake. Yeah. And was amazing. The most exciting yeah. rookie in baseball. Pete Alonso won the award. I thought he would anyway, just because there is like an East Coast bias, and there's also a home run derby bias and home run bias and all that shit. And I'm not trying to take anything away by Alonso. What he did was awesome. But Tatis, Tatis's numbers in those 80 games before he got hurt are crazy. Yeah. 969 OPS, 152 OPS plus, 22 home runs in 84 games. I'm no math major, but that's like every four game. Every four games he had a home run. Sure. 16 stolen bases. Yeah. Which uh got him second in the on the team, tied for second. He only played 80 games. It was cool. Super young too. There's no hole when you look at the stats. I mean, he got on base really well for a young guy. He hit for contact. He hit for power. And, I mean, yeah, number one prospect in baseball for a reason. Yeah, he was on pace for like a 200-hit season with 40 home runs. (laughs) It's it's tough to do because it's just like, you know, he. I'm a believer in guys need to go around the league a couple times before we can really judge them. But what he did in his 80 games was amazing. So, also really fun glove work. Go check out Fernando Tatis if you want. Manny Machado had, I mean, a good year if your name isn't Manny Machado. If your name is uh, Manuel Margot and you put up a 109 OPS plus and a 796 OPS, you're saying, wow, pretty good year for Manny Margot. But when your name is Manny Machado, not Manny Margot, 796 OPS and 109 OPS plus isn't great. Um, right. So just so we know the scale there. Um, and I think the two of them will be the offense. It will revolve around them. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'd expect Machado to get better. I can't believe last year was his age 26 season. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, you know, adjustment to a new league, you and I do believe in that. And, uh, you know, the second, the, the minute Tatis got hurt, the Padres season ended. Um, you know, this is another team that was hovering a five. They were at 500 around the all-star break. Um, they end up finishing 70 and 92. So that's a really rough second half of the season. Um, and you know, Hey, for all the, for all the trash that Machado's always going to have for when he was trying to be a bad boy and, 
you know, he doesn't bust it down to first every time, which now teams are almost happy about if you're not getting hurt running out a, a ground ball to second. Um, you know, Machado just played his 156 games last year for the Padres with 32 home runs. Um, and I would I would expect a boost in his stats because he's he's a special player. When Fernando Tatis got hurt, it was like August 24th. Manny Machado had an eight something OPS the rest of the way. He and he had a 265 batting average Machado when Tatis got hurt. Uh, the rest of the way, he hit 213 and a 760 OPS. So, like you were saying, the team kind of died with Tatis there. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it makes sense. Guy's got incredible energy, um, and he's just a special player. And Tommy Pham is uh, – I love the addition of Tommy Pham. Uh, he's an intense dude. He's a really good on-base player. Uh, so, if he can get on base in front of Machado, Tatis can do his thing. I mean, that is a – a tough top of the lineup. I mean, if, if you want to be picky, you're saying, Hey, let's throw in a lefty to mix it up. But those, those three are so good at what they do. You don't need to really get lost in that. Um, and then from there, man, like, like I was talking about the depth is a good thing. Um, it's also, I mean, Hosmer's going to be at first base. They paid him, and you're, you're just, you're going to get a solid ball player. He's probably, he's definitely overpaid, but that is what it is. The part that's going to be odd to me, besides Jerks and Profar's breakout year, which I'll talk about later, is, I mean, when you go through the Grishams, uh, Corderos, Ty France, Greg Garcia, Will Myers, well, you know what you're getting from Will Myers, but, I mean, these guys, we have dudes in AAA that we've seen. Josh Naylor played a lot of baseball for the Padres last year, and I am interested to see, um, I mean, how that sorts itself out, are, are guys going to rise up or is it just going to be this kind of revolving door of who can do it and who can't, I, I don't know what that really looks like from Padres land. Me neither. I mean, Austin Hedges, you mentioned him. He's not going to be the catcher, right? He's right now. He's the backup to Mejia. Mejia played 79 games last year and had a 754 OPS. Um, Hedges played 102 games and had a 563 OPS. Woo. He, yeah, I was going to say, Hedges, good-looking guy. Nice defensive catcher. I mean, he, he... Hot boy of summer. He he swings with an invisible bat, it seems. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I, I, and I guess it becomes one of those things, does this become a fun Padres team where it's like, hey, next dude up, you're getting the call? Um I mean, like I said, Naylor played 94 games last year, 719 OPS. It's nothing special. He's a guy. He was 22 years old. I mean, what what is he thinking and what's the vibe around this team? Are they are they going to keep trying dudes out until they find something that works? Because that actually becomes kind of a fun team energy. If you're hot, you're hot. If you're not, you're not. You know that song. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it feels like, I don't know. I, I mean, you know what you're going to get from Machado, Tatis Jr., and Tommy Pham. From the, and even Hosmer, even though it's not special, you know what you're going to get. The rest of the guys, is Franchi Cordero going to be an everyday center fielder? They gave him the keys to the kingdom with letting Margot go. Um, Margot go, got me. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested in these Padres to see how the second half of that lineup sorts itself out. Yeah, what we're not talking about is the rotation, which I think is their true weak spot. Let's talk about it. I mean, it's it's Paddock, and he was awesome. 
uh, for the little time he was up last year or whatever. He came up, went down, came back up. It's Garrett Richards, who's 31. It's uh, Denelson Lamette and what's Lucchesi and Quantrill. It's, um, they went out, they made a ton of trades for their their position players. They got Pham. They got Grisham. They got Profar. Mejia is going to replace Hedges. And they also picked up like Juan Lagares just in case, right? Because they just yeah. traded away Margot. They got bullpen help. They bring in Pomerantz. They bring in Pagan. They have Yates as the closer. It's all good and moving in the right direction. Paddock's good. Uh, a lot of these other guys, I, I don't know how I feel about them. I don't know if I have enough information to properly feel about them, you know? But right, Garrett Richards, uh, he got hurt last year, I believe. I used to really like Garrett Richards' stuff. He gets hurt every year. Yeah, yeah. He... Uh, in the, since 2016, he's started 31 games, so a season's worth of game of starts in his last four years. Yeah, it's like you can't really count on him. The other guys, I mean, Zach Davies had a, a decent season last year, mid three ERA in uh, 31 starts, pretty good actually. You take that. Um, and Denelson Lamette, your dude. What's he doing? Dude, he punched dudes last year. He, uh, I, I think in 70, what was it? 73 innings, uh, 14 starts. He had 105 punches, a 407 ERA. And I, I think what you're getting to, Jim, I, I think it's kind of the same thing as this lineup. I mean, they got guys that are going to throw, but are they all fourth starters or can two of these young guys become top end starters? Because they really don't have that right now. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And you got guys like Denelson Lamette. I don't know if it was injury. I, I don't know. Padres fans will know better than me. He 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 just didn't last long in games. Yeah, been there. Was he walking a lot? Yeah. Oh yeah, he had thirty walks in um in seventy three innings. Yeah. So he punched guys out. He also walked the hell out of them. Cal Quantrill was out of the bullpen last year, and then towards the end, they made him a starter. When they made him a starter, what did we, what was our debate on him? When they made him a starter, he I, wasn't. I, good. I just I just said he he had a decent he had a couple bad uh, appearances where if you take him out, his year looks a lot better for a young pitcher, and he was a really high draft pick. Um, so I, I think like coming into camp this year, he's battling for the five start. You're gonna see him pitch if you're a Padres uh, fan. I mean, um, he had a lot of bad. He had three eight earned run starts. So I mean. You're yeah, butter you're good. butter knifing them kind of with a steak knife to take out those all other three fifteen of those. starts are pretty good. Um, but again, we we don't need to do this live because it gets ugly, folks. Um, and and I don't know. I mean, someone like Joey Lucchesi, that's that's a, a name a lot of people don't know probably around baseball. I mean, this is gonna be almost his third third full season doing it. You kind of know what you're gonna get. And as as a fourth starter where they have him listed, I think you love Joey Lucchesi. Um, I think there was times last year when he was their one. So it's can Paddock put it together for a full season and be their one. Does someone like Denilson Lamette put it together and he has, you know, high end stuff. Um, but like you said, I mean, he could get wild on you and, and can he put it together? Um, like Zach Davies, Joey Lucchesi, Garrett Richards, when he's healthy, you know what you're going to get. A lot of these other young guys, you don't. And I, I think that's the Padres 
ticking time bomb at this point because they have some big-time pitching prospects on the way uh, between Mackenzie Gore, Maury Hone, um, Patino, but he's a few years away. So it's it's do the Padres stay patient with this thing or, you know, say the Mets season does fall apart. Does something like the Noah Syndergaard rumors come to fruition? Um, I, I think if you're in Padres land, you're seeing, A, what young guys can pick it up and become – kind of next level MLB players, or does this ownership make kind of the big move that, that gives you either a big dude in the rotation or the lineup? Yeah. It's, it's Paddock. What do you think about Paddock? You think he's going to be a stud? Um, I don't know. I mean, his, his stuff was great and he, he pitched really well. I, I think you and I didn't love his demeanor too much. You and I, we, we watched him uh, in New York City at a bar. Remember that? That was a good time. Uh, he's intense out there. He's at play, pitches anger, which I like in a, in a way. And then there's also some like weirdness to it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that stuff's really cool when you're proven. It kind of looks bad when you're young. When you see Max Scherzer doing his stuff, that's bad. It's, si- it's similar. It is similar, but it's just yeah. like one's proven and one's not. You're right. You're right. It is very similar, right. though. So um, I don't know. I I mean, again, I, I think like we just talked about the Texas Rangers in our last episode being a coin flip. I think the Padres, they don't have as much as this because, yes, you know a couple young guys are going to be good for you. But baseball is a sick sport, and a couple young guys are just going to be bad for you, and that's how it goes. Last year, dude, Paddock's Paddock's game log is interesting. Um, If he faced a mediocre team, he did really well. Giants, Diamondbacks, Reds, Marlins, uh, Mets offense did really well. The The teams he gave up runs to, Dodgers, Yankees, uh, where was this? Boston, Dodgers again, Boston again. Uh, it's kind of like goes like just good team, bad team, good team, contender, not contender, contenders. So I'm interested to watch him go through some juggernauts again. Yeah, and uh, I think, uh, you know, kind of like we were, or I was saying with the back end of that lineup, you, you've got a lot of these starting pitchers. Like it's, it's never going to be a question of, of who's coming up. It's going to be a different young guy on a different day and seeing if they got it. Dude, this bullpen has a chance to be really good. Kirby Yates is proven for what he is in San Diego at this point, a one, one, nine ERA last year. Uh, don't care how you chop that up. That's special. Uh, if bullpen drew Pomeranz is real, um, that would be great for them. And uh, Emilio Pagan, I mean, that's he he closed, what, 20 games for the Rays last year? So if those guys are right, even if two of those guys are right, and then maybe another young guy steps up in the bullpen, um, you know, the, the Padres might have a fun game of, hey, let's get a couple runs. If we can get it to the bullpen with a lead, you know, that, that might be their formula there. Yeah. What the Padres do have going for them is they have a lot of guys, I think, baseball – fans should tune in to watch like if there's Padres on Sunday night baseball tune in and hopefully Paddock is pitching tune in to watch him tune in tune in to watch Tatis Jr. and Machado tune in to watch Tommy Pham uh, just be angry and his contacts fall out of his eyes so I think they have a handful of guys that you're going to want to tune in uh, to see which is cool they have some star power yeah yeah and like like I said I'd, I'd mention later Jerickson Profar comes into town. This is former number one prospect. 
contract year. I have a fake bullish take that he's going to go nuts this year. So some team talks himself into a giant jerks and profar contract, and then he's just kind of bad for the rest of it. So that's a, that's a Jake take. I, I wouldn't take it with any substance, but you're hearing it. Hard Jake take. One of the better Jake takes we've seen in a while. Yeah. If things go south and they want to trade off some pieces, Jake, the people on contract years are Garrett Richards. Imagine a contract year. He's finally healthy. Pitches 32 games is awesome. Sure. The the tug of war in, in GM's brains about trying to sign him for the next season. Those would be fun if he mm. did that. Doubt he does that. Kirby Yates, if a team needs a closer, if the Padres, that's actually like likely, right? If Kirby Yates is good and the Padres go south and they're not in it, Kirby Yates will be shopped. Yeah, and I, I think that's a – I mean, with the season Kirby Yates had last year, and if he is anywhere near repeating that this year, I think if you're the Padres, if you're not in it, he's got to be gone because I think you have to be real with yourself and say if Kirby Yates hits the market, that you're not going to be the highest bidder. Yeah. And like Jake said, Jerkson Profar, he's in a contract year. He's going to do really good and then make the most money he's ever make and then not live up to that contract, and that's a Jake take. That's a Jake take. That's a Jake take. Jake, they went 70-92 and 92 last year. Right. The Vegas... A little deceptive. O- in which way? Well, Tatis got hurt in the whole season unraveling. Their projected win for 2020 per Vegas is 84 and a half. It's an easy under. It's an easy under for me as well. I yeah. don't believe in the pitching staff that much. I I mean, if they start clicking, um, you know, they can get to that over. But, I mean, you need a lot of young guys to do a lot of things. And baseball, I'll say this. I mean, baseball either – oh, God, I was just going to say something so dumb. Under. Just under. I'm done talking. Okay. Yeah. And the fun fact for this episode on our sheet here is that – Manny Machado grew up a huge Kobe fan and named his dog after him. And then there's this frown face. So I don't know how fun the fact can be when it ends in a sad face. And that's yeah, just little, my opinion. A little sad, but hey, dude, but Machado hey. doing it for Kobe this year. Yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate you. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. So tune in. Come back. Tweet Jake about his Jake take. 